0: My name's Dwayne. Um, so as I said on October 16, 2018, I joined another anonymous program, um, and it completely changed my life. Um, I worked the 12 steps and um I had a profound change in my life. And so I noticed that when I made that change in my life, that I had some other addictive behaviors and um I was not, uh, when I was was in active addiction, in that anonymous program, I was, not, I was not eating desserts. I wasn't doing a lot of sugar, but the moment that I changed and started working that program, I became addicted to sugar. And I used that as a, a way to distract myself. Um, and I'd have several different behaviors uh, that, you know, I would eat whole chocolate cakes on the couch um anytime I went anywhere I'd have to have dessert um I'd buy desserts um there's this bakery by the house and I'd have cupcakes that I'd go get these big cupcakes are like five dollars a piece um always snacking just things that I'd never done before in regards to eating and so I noticed that there were some compulsive behaviors that had taken over so um In the beginning, I tried, you know, I just, I've always been a girl that likes to work out. So I said, okay, well, I'll work out. And, you know, it kind of kept my weight down a little bit lower. um, But I was still eating the food. And so as you work recovery, you learn that the onion that you peel off layers of the onion. And um, I started doing some deeper work. And I knew I wouldn't be able to really hit the surface of this work while I was still continuing to be addicted to sugar. Like in order to figure it out, I needed to work on my eating habits because I knew I was using that as a coping mechanism. And so, um, I decided on August 21st of this year, I'd been talking about it for a while, but I decided on August 21st of last year that I would see what it was like to join OA. Um, and so I joined my first OA meeting virtually actually i went into i went into an actual physical meeting and it was cool um i didn't know anything i mean i was brand new even though you come from another anonymous program and you know the literature and different things like that you still don't know exactly what this program you know entails especially because you have to eat food like you you can't be completely abstinent from food whereas in the other anonymous programs you can be completely abstinent from what they tell you to be abstinent from um So I uh, joined OA and um, took the sugar off and I tried different meetings. When I was in my other anonymous program, one of the meetings that I would go to would be a woman's meeting. And um, whenever I'd read the readings, I would change the pronouns. I would change the he's to they's or I would change it back to the word that it was. And so um, in this woman's meeting, they got mad at me because <laughs> in a woman's meeting, yes. And they were like, you can't change the pronouns because that's the literature. And it was really about their God and who their God was. And so that had a profound effect on me because I knew that I did not believe in God the way that it and primarily had been taught in this country to me when you say the word god god is this white elitist supremacy type being in this country and i don't fit into that narrative okay so i was like "Mm, god i've never been comfortable with the word god but to expand even further as a child my mother who is also an active addiction um She dabbled in religion. Like she would go back and forth, and and there was a times when she'd be a Jehovah's Witness. Okay. And so there they like you study like different groups and you study different like books and stuff. And so 10 years I mean, yeah, some, we study these sorry, books, and, and oh, sorry, and I love to read. So, concept of Jesus. It happened again. You want me to get on the phone? Should I get on the phone? Okay, you know I mean? now, now it's good. It was bad for a little bit. Okay, okay. So I couldn't. I could grasp that there was something greater than me, but I couldn't grasp that there was this man who lived on Earth who could do all this magic and do all these great things. And he was just supposed to be human. And then I also couldn't grasp if this concept of heaven and this concept of like this paradise was so perfect while we weren't rushing to kill each other to get there. Like, why were we not like living, you know, we're living in, in life where there's happy, sad, mad, joyous, free. And it's like, but nobody's like dying to get to this other side. So these. These things that I have always questioned my entire life. And so I knew that I just could not do religion in a sense when I when those things didn't make sense. I studied the Bible from a historical perspective in college and I just knew that that, that was not gonna be me. And so I coming into recovery. Realizing that you know, I wasn't going to use certain terms, I didn't want to use certain terms. I knew that I wanted to be a part of something that would be more inclusive. This go around working it, I love that anonymous program, I am forever a part of that anonymous program, and um, I will be there, I go there you know, at least once a week. And but I wanted something else when I with me digging deeper and readers anonymous. Um, I wanted to be able to do it a little bit more free and open-minded. And so I, I did a 90 and 90 and I really tried different meetings out and I really liked this meeting. I came to this meeting first. First I came to this meeting on Monday and this meeting was um, really good. And then there was a meeting on Wednesday that was writing and I thought, well, I don't like to write, but really I do. When I first got into recovery, I journaled a lot. And so I ended up really coming to the Wednesday meeting um, a lot and then writing um, a lot about it. And it really helped um, in my recovery as far as OA goes. I, I like that I don't know exactly how to define my higher power. I know that there's an issue with. I like that I'm not, I don't have to worry about you guys, caring. I know if if I don't read pronouns and say, God, you guys are not going to care. Like, that's a big deal when, you know, the anonymous programs are spiritual and not religious. They should really be spiritual and not religious. And I found that, you know, in my other anonymous program at times that it was religious because the people didn't know any better. I don't want to like say that their intentions were not genuine or they didn't or, you know, that I just think these people were unaware and ignorant and how they understand some things and which is why they were like you can't use the pronouns I don't think they understand pronouns so I like that I come in here and everybody could just you can believe whatever you want to believe and to this day I still don't know how to define my higher power as far as um, something that makes the sunrise and the sunset something that keeps the ocean the way it's supposed to be keeps you know the air the way it's supposed to be um and I do believe in a higher self and me going to a higher self and me staying spiritually principled and picking the right thing able it and I don't have a spiritual practice necessarily that I do you know I do pray um but I don't know but I love that I can come in here and you know somebody else could have a spiritual practice and that's okay and somebody else can say they're they're atheist and that's okay. And I like that. I'm working on the 12 steps now. Um, i worked the 12 steps before, but I was this first time working on an OA. And I think I wanna do the alternative 12 steps, the secular 12 steps. I think that um, I'm deciding which ones that I wanna do and be a part of. Uh, but o- OA has been profound for me and allowing me to take my own spiritual path to recovery. And OA actually works. I've had some physical sanity. Um, I've probably lost about 50 pounds. It's not a diet program. I did I tried to diet one time in my life and I lost 86 pounds in four months and pulsively and excessively. That's so why I say I'm an addict because I tend to be very extreme one way or the other. And so um I can get addicted to exercise very quickly. Um, so what I'm learning in OA is how to have a healthy balance and to not have let food have dominance over me and to change those compulsive behaviors that I have around food. Uh, I started out with like a red list and the green list, the yellow list. Um, and I still have those lists. And I, I mean, I know I can't eat a whole chocolate cake on the couch, Right? Like I know that that I can't do that. Um I track my food. I do like journal my food. I do have an accountability buddy that I reach out to um every day. But I'm being able to work through deeper things that bother me. I'm understanding why I eat the food the way that I do. I'm sharing this group, you know, I have this parasocial relationship. And so for the past week, I've been off of um, social media and my anxiety is through the roof because I'm so used to having that action as a distraction. And so. My thinking, of course, starts to get in the way and, you know, I think everything is going wrong. I think everything's going wrong at my job. I think everything's going wrong at my house. And the truth is, is that nothing's going wrong anywhere it's just that I have anxiety that's probably surfaced from a lot of childhood trauma. And I'm learning how to work through that. You know, I'm learning how to, to taking the food off is the first time that I've had to really work through those things. I, um I'm working through right now, with taking the food off the three things that I'm working on is my mother. I'm biracial. There's only time that you'll probably hear me say that any other time I identify as black, but for the purpose of this conversation, uh, my mother is white, so I was raised um, in a predominantly white area um, and raised just by her and what she knew. So there were lots of microaggressions and different things that went on. And so I'm learning how to unlearn some self-hatred and some internalized racism that I have. I'm learning to never be authentic with me because she's been an active addiction my entire life. And I'm also learning how to deal with my father abandoning me. My father left when I was four years old, three or four years old. Those things have been pretty traumatic in my life. And so by taking off the sugar and taking off those compulsive behaviors I'm, and just want to see, it's like, like going into fantasy coping mechanism kind of shifted whenever this parasocial relationship that I created in my mind, this is all mentally made up, by the way, like, this is not this whole parasocial thing, but like my fantasy kind of got, took a detour and um, because it triggered some other pain in me, but then I also realized I was addicted to pain because I knew a lot of pain and chaos growing up and in, in, in my life. And so I have got to unlearn all of those behaviors um, as far as being, you know, addicted to pain and, you know, self-sabotage and those types of things in working through this trauma. And so um, it's been profound for me these past, now it's seven months. It's been profound to me to work on them. I feel like it's been some of the hardest work I've ever done, but it is working. I have to change the way that I'm thinking. And OA is teaching me to change the way that I'm thinking. Of course, you have to always change you know, it teaches you how to change your perceptions about food. But when you think that you know what's right and you think that you know what is best, you know, it's hard to unlearn those things. And, you know, I mean, running on self-will, we know obviously didn't work. And so now I have to turn it over and practice steps one, two and three and be able to truly believe that a power greater than myself will relieve me of this ailment and allow me to find a new way to live when it comes in regards to food. And that's, you know, that's what I'm learning. It's a just for a day program. Like I said, food is coming, kind of coming back, like getting a little bit of dominance over me, but that's because I've had some really bad anxiety moments with you taking off social media and stuff, but I'm relearning things. This is like progress, not perfection. You know, it's not, like I said, you, you can't stop eating food. And so I just become more cognizant of what I have become more cognizant of, of, what I need to do to be better. Um, you know, you guys share your wisdom, your experience and the hope of what you all have done. A lot of you have been around for, you know, eight years, 10 years, two years, you know, and you provide your guidance. Um, and so I'm learning how to adapt to all of those things by being present, by having the group. Because um, the group can sometimes also be your higher power. And so when I hear you guys being honest, that also helps me um, you know, find the solution to my problems. Um, but I'm grateful to be here and I'm grateful for OA, um, grateful to know that there's people that are like me that, that, you know, have multifaceted addictions and and different things that L them. And we're a lot more human, a lot more in common than we have not in common is what I've learned in recovery. We have a lot more um, that we share in the human experience that we don't share. And I feel like this Freethinkers meeting allows us to share those things. Like all these constructs that the world has built to divide us, I can come into this Freethinkers meeting and know that we can attempt to deconstruct those constructs. And that's what I really love about secular OA. Secular OA has been the most deconstructed, constructed, ideology amongst like any anonymous program I've done um, just to take the barriers away and try to understand things. Um, So I'm grateful. I know I got like two minutes, but I think that's what all I have to say. I don't want to keep going just to keep going. But um, thank you guys for having me. And um, I appreciate it. Thank you.